Hello, skateboarders. What's up? This is Tommy Zam from uh, True Skateboard Mag Live Show, Episode 7. We're over here at Good Bar. We actually got a good show going on right now. We got uh, Shop Talk with LB Skate, local guys. We got Industry Talk with my boy Anthony Shetler from All I Need. Uh, music, Sam the Band. And Future Skater, Mason Malone. An interview with the guys from Tijuana, Mexico, Crap Crew. Let's give it a hand to you guys. And news today, Baker welcomes Lisa Steamer to the team by turning her pro. Darkstar dropped a commercial for their newest collaboration boards with Patrick Nigel. Grab them at your local skate shop. Let's check out this commercial real quick. Mystery welcomes Daniel Yeager to their international team. Tensor Trucks just dropped a commercial with TJ Rogers shredding on a new Tensor Truck tech. Grab them at your local skate shop. Let's peep this commercial real quick. Dart Skateboards welcomes Pepe Garcia to the team. Our homie Shookkill Films is dropping its latest full-length video over it. It's featuring Matt Ratham, Don Reed, Mike Decca, and much more. It'll be dropping at the end of this summer. Let's check out the trailer real quick. Dolores Skateboards in Israel turned Jimmy Beer pro. Yes, finally pro. I mean, this guy, amazing. So make sure you check out his Instagram, at Jimmy Beer. You'll love it. In our email straight from Israel, Kiefer Talando sent us his video part from his latest video, Street Mafia for Life. Let's check out Kiefer's video.
Of the lip.
סקייטבורד הוא חבר. I love you. Welcomes Mark Yapriard and PJ Ladd to the team. Wow, amazing that they still skate. That's so awesome. Proper Footwear dropped their first full-length video props with Will G, Nate Gus, Matthew, Ray, and much more. Let's peep the trailer real quick. I got a, I got a, I got a poem. Want to hear? Yeah. Daddy, can I read a poem? Okay. Midnight. Chaos, eternity chaos, morning chaos, eternity chaos, noon chaos, eternity chaos, evening chaos, eternity chaos, midnight chaos, eternity chaos, morning chaos, eternity chaos, noon chaos, evening chaos. Chaos, 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 and it doesn't even rhyme. Chaos. How about that? Right. Midnight. No, no, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I, I don't like it because it's so artsy-fartsy. You see, I, I like the real stuff. I like something like uh, the end of Dirty Harry. Watch the full length on E360 TV. In events, we have a bunch of recaps for you guys. On June 21st, it was Go Skate Day worldwide. A couple of our crew covered Go Skate Day in their cities. Let's check some of them out. First one is Anderson Calva, covered Go Skate Day in his hometown, Balua, Brazil, and went down on an abandoned track of Boa Vista. Let's check it out. Who 
te rolar mais agora, não Eu queria te encontrar mais agora, não Você queria ficar mais agora, não Eu queria você mais agora, não Podia rolar mais agora, não Eu queria te encontrar mais agora, não Agora, não Também vou pensar com carinho Perde ao fazer nada, o tempo voa e as pessoas perdem as flores da estrada Cê perdeu o timing, tu não é união, mas cê fez muito assunto Curti sua vibe, mas em tua vida deu mil desculpas Muito tempo pra quem não sabe que quer mina, você sabe dar mole quando eu tô com outra mulher Sabe que eu te queria, mas você não me ajuda, sabe que se fosse antes seria o mesmo da curva E podia ser o fã, mas não, tentando se valorizar e acabar sempre super que você perdeu E podia ser louco não então, mas roubaram meu coração agora quem não quer sou eu Second one, Tim Vasquez, Cover Go Skate Day in Phoenix, Arizona. In this edit, you're going to see a hell of a party that was put up by Cowtown. You ready to check this shit out? On June 23rd, Red Bull Roller Coaster went down at Munich MASH 2018. And let me say, that was insane if you've seen that one. After three days of amazing skateboarding and energized crowd, Kern Caples took third, Danny Leon took second, and Jank Laurardi took first place. Let's watch Michael Pajdin's energized recap.
On June 28th through July 1st, it was Dew Tour in Long Beach. We spent four long days at Dew Tour, and let me tell you, it was a hot day. We had a blast at the same time, but we also had a special guest, Aaron Young, walking around, talking to people, asking them what they think about Dew Tour. Let's check out, see what Mr. Young came up with. What's up, world? It's Aaron Young here with True Skateboard Mag, Dew Tour 2018, Long Beach. A lot of good skating, good weather, beautiful women, great food. Let's see what we find. Oh, yes. How you doing? What's your name? Good. I'm Cindy. Cindy? Yeah, I got Cindy here. What's yeah. your name? Adrian. Adrian, nice Hi. to meet you. That's my brother's name. That's a great name. Isn't it? Michelle. Michelle, nice to meet you as well. And what brings you ladies here today? Men. What men are you into? Skaters. Yeah? What about me? I'm a skater. Can I ride you? You can ride me anytime. <laughs> this is a raw interview. We could talk dirty like That's that. It's all good. sushi because I'm raw with that. Oh, man. I just so happen to love sushi. Oh my god, let's do this. Oh man. On your board. You want to do it on your board? Oh man, yeah. board sex. It's anything but board. Man. It's anything but board. Oh my goodness, oh. man. Oh. This is my turn X-rated right now. I'm not, I'm not mad about it though. I'm not mad. Old ladies. Oh, I love hanging out with old ladies. I cut this camera and make some moves when we never know. Alright ladies. Thank you so much. Bye ladies. Alright, we're up in the booth with Theragun. The company going, um, I see you guys giving massages. I just got loosened up myself. What's this company about? Is just, if it's for athletes or for everybody? It's for everybody, you know. Uh, I'm a chiropractor. I created this thing. Actually, percussion therapy. It works on kind of helping you with your body pains, your aches and stuff. It loosened up the muscles. It feels amazing. You said you felt that? Oh, man, yeah. that's so yeah. good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. We've been working with extreme athletes for three years now and they they love they flock to it they come up here all the time that's yeah, awesome i mean i skate not even professionally and just like feeling that i can already see like the benefit right. of like getting out of a session you feel it on the bottom of your feet yeah well thank you so much man yeah, thank you for the massage thank i you. feel like a new man yeah yeah got a little bit low but you know i'm not mad <laughs> i gotta give you some love <laughs> thank you dude yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right now we got jasmine and jody here what's up girls Oh yeah, so I see you got some decks right here. What kind of decks are you rocking? Power board. Power, OG, OG. What about you? We got idols. Oh man, alright. So hey, we got some flavor here, man. I can't even hate. Um, are there any skaters here you're hyped to see? Um, I'm really hyped to see uh, Mariah Duran, Jen Soto, Leticia Mufani for sure. Oh, uh, Leticia, man. She's been the she's been the trending topic on our interviews. Just yeah, yeah. I love that girl. Uh, Jen Soto rips too. Hell yeah, Jen Samaria. Yeah, Samaria, Samaria too. I saw her. Um, I saw her runs. Yeah, she was here. Uh, she's, they're not even fans. They're not real fans. No, I'm kidding. I haven't seen her in a cool minute. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for, for uh, talking to me. I hope you guys have a good day. Thank you. All right, we're right here in the blind booth with Ricky. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Very well. Um, so what's going on in the booth? I see you got some graphics, got some new decks going on. So right now we're just chilling at, at the blind booth. We got a couple different graphics that we have out already. Um, the Ball and Blind series that came out this summer. Uh, the Tile style and the Rudy Johnson, all that stuff. Digging the uh, bong graphics right there with the aliens and the fucking snake. That shit's dope. Yeah, it's yeah. sick too because they got like the split custom dyed veneers and then just the graphics just speak for themselves. You know what I mean? The, the whole different bongs and stuff is pretty funny. Yeah, so. dude, that shit, that's right up my alley, that's for sure. <laughs> Much respect, Ricky. Thank you for letting me in the booth to hang out. I'm excited you guys came by. Yeah, man. Thanks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Thank you, man. All right, we're here with the legendary Steve Caballero. Steve, how you doing today? 
I'm doing good, just trying to stay out of the sun. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was over here doing an interview with Christian and just getting a little bit of the sun. I'm sitting there sweating yeah, yeah. bullets, trying not to wipe my face. But yeah, um, so what brings you here as well? You're doing some art at a do tour? Um, yeah, we're here with the Love and Guts uh, Art Collective and uh, legendary skateboarders that do art together. You know, we also still skateboard and uh, this is basically our way that we stay creative off the board yeah, as yeah. well. And it uh, gives us a platform to show what we can do uh, with a pen and, and a brush and uh, and also allows us to skate the event as well. Yeah, this art is beautiful. Are these all your personal work right here? Yeah, all these oh, my down goodness. here is my, what I've been working on for the last, you know, four or five years and just stuff that is very fun and pleasing to the eye and just, yeah. I love, I look at art like as a challenge as well and it just helps me develop the skills and, uh, you know, it's kind of like skating, you know, you can never be like the best at it or, or you can never master it and I kind of feel the same way with art you can't really master it yeah, so you can always just keep challenging yourself you know and uh, you know I love things that uh, make people smile and it's really cool to have people walk up and uh, look at the art and they kind of each person likes something different yeah. you know so um, I don't have like one typical typical style I just kind of I'm all over the board yeah I can tell you got a lot of different <laughs> stuff going on but it's beautiful I mean do you do tattoos I need a tattoo maybe. Um, I've like done two tattoos in my life <laughs> like people ask me if hey are you a tattoo artist and like, no but uh, who knows maybe after skating and after all the other stuff maybe I can go into tattooing yeah just dive into it yeah. so yeah thank you so much thank for the interview you, Steve thank and you. good luck with everything yeah. I might need one of these pieces on my wall right, too as cool. well yeah, yeah. thank you What's up, man? What's your name? What's going on? Jeremy. Jeremy? Who are you looking forward to seeing? Uh, just everybody, man. Oscar Rosenberg, Alex Majerus, Louie. I mean, yeah, a lot of good skaters out here. So Some heavy hitters. So why do you have all these decks right here? Who are these decks for? Give us a little uh, yeah, sneak so, peek. Yeah, so this is like my uh, board collection. I started collecting probably like two years ago. I'm just getting autographs on them. So I got right here a welcome. Most of the team on there. I got this enjoy. Hell yeah. A good amount of the team on it as well. Ooh, that is tough, man. Where, where's this graphic from right here? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's a mystery. I'm a graphic guy, so it just it caught my attention. Some, I, like, I like graphics. Some art doesn't need explaining. It's just beautiful. It doesn't matter where it comes from. All right, man. Well, thank you. Have fun out here. Thank you. What's up, man? What's your name? Josh. How's Josh? Going, nice, nice to meet, to meet you, you, man. Dude. So he's just saying he's a triple OG in the game. <laughs> so yeah, about 30 years. Uh, what brings you out here? I'm just a lover of skateboarding. Everything skate my whole life since I was 12 years old. Just hit 44 this year, so 30 years, 32 years deep. Been skating my whole life. Um, I'm the oldest skateboarder on the planet with spina bifida. Fuck yeah! It's a birth defect where my spinal cord was outside my body as a baby. They told my mom in '74 to have an abortion because I'd never walked. Damn. 44 years old, I'm still shredding. Here you are, man. Snowboarding, skating, surfing. Anything I put my mind to, even though my body's half paralyzed. That's right. That's a lesson for you kids right there, man. PMA, positive male attitude. That's right. If you love that, man, there's no way around it. You can do what you want to do. Can't quit, won't quit. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Never thank give you. up. Hey, hey, it's also going to be on the show in October, yeah. too, man. So, you yeah, betcha. this is a little sneak peek right here what you're going to get. All right? Right on. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Thank Thanks. you. Man, there was some amazing skateboarding that went down at Dutour. Like Chris Colburn took first in Dutour Street Am. Pamela Rose took first in Dutour Women's Street Pro. Udo took first in Dutour Street Pro. Three years in a row, 
being in the top brands in the industry like Plan B, Element, Girl Skateboards, Flip, Blind pulled it off again. Not just once, not just twice, but beat them three times. Man, these guys, dude, they're, they're unstoppable. I wonder who's going to take them next year. Bet you Weiss is happy because the Raptors ain't going to do nothing next year for the NBA. July 7th, it was a heat wave in LA. Let me tell you, it was a heat wave all over California. PB was like 109. Ridiculous. But what better way to enjoy it is by sitting in a 65-degree Gone Center watching SOS LA Open. There were 36 skaters trying to be the top eight in the finals. There was amazing skateboarding being thrown down. Zion, I hope you're getting better, man. I heard you got staples in your head. You're a strong man. And an energized crowd booing the judges just because they were giving, like, awful scores. I mean, tell you, there were some awful scores that, like, I was even questioning them. But there was only three skaters that could win it all. Kevin Hoffman got third. Chris Johnson got second. And back-to-back U.S. SLS US Open, Udo took it again. Sorry, Nisha. Let's check out the recap real quick.
All right, guys. So right now we just got Tim over here from LB Skate. What's yeah. up, buddy? Thanks for coming, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Glad so, to be here. Welcome to uh, Skate Row, man. We're at the Good Bar. Lake's here. Hell we yeah. We got Solomon down the street with Pizza Nista, man. Seven streets alive, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Bar, skate shop, pizza place, man. This okay. is the spot. I mean, the LB such a history, you know? Like, yeah. tell us about this history in the LB. Man, Long Beach history goes way before... I was here, but it is rich, and man, you can't throw a stone without running into a skater of the year, yeah. or the dude who has the cover of Thrasher. We had a policy back in the day, is that if you were in the mag, like Thrasher or Transworld, you got to keep the copy if you came to the shop. Yeah. We'd bring 10 copies in, and then be gone in like the first day, because like shit. all the dudes in the neighborhood were all in the mag. So, you know, I don't know, it's just, yeah, like Jamie Floyd down the street, Kyle Walker, I think I was just looking, and it was like five of the last eight sodies live within a mile of the spot so right here. Crazy. Yeah, it's really I mean, sick. Do they yeah. ever come to your shop and hang oh, out? Oh yeah, they come in, set up boards, you know, like I need grip, you know. Do you like, like hey, you know what you're saudi dude? Yeah. Here's some free yeah. shit for you. Yeah, you know? I remember like, Leo Romero came in one day, I was like, I just need inch hardware, in and out, like one minute, and then other dudes would come and kick it for two hours. Yeah. Like, uh, Gershon used to come back in the day, early days, and kick it all day, just started <laughs> skating with me, just, and you know, that's just the style we created. It's just, uh, that kitchen table style, yeah. come together, fix up boards. That's like that's our that's our thing right there. But yeah, yeah, dude. Awesome, yeah it's tight, man. So, what made you open up LB Skate? I'll tell you, I've been in Long Beach twelve years. I grew up in North County, San Diego, with a rich scene there. I hung out at skate shops whenever I wasn't in school. Yeah. Moved to the Bay Area for the two thousands, so nineties in SD, two thousands in the Bay. Just skater all the time. By the time I moved to Long Beach, just by happens and this, that, and the other thing, yeah. I was kind of going to these shops, like trying to like find an identity with some of these shops or the people that were working there, um, and I couldn't really find that same place that I went to yeah. in those different areas. And on a whim in 2010, uh, my now wife... Uh, Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> my wife with now two kids, three and five, it's like, it's crazy being a dad. Are they, are they skating it, now? Are you going to get them on skateboards? They're doing it, but I'm not going to be a skate dad. I'm just going to be like, I'm right there. It's it's really tight. But uh, So 2010 rolls around. We threw up a business plan together in January. We were open by, by May. Yeah. And um, my... When I was first started dating this gal, she didn't tell me, but her dad owns a shop called L.A. Skate. Okay. And uh, he's been in business. He started selling skateboards out of roller rinks in the 70s. And it's just like an industry, dude. If you look him up or you know L.A. Day, there's a whole history there. But uh, And I didn't even tell him that I was planning on opening the shop or even as a skater when I first met him because I didn't want there to be a yeah. thing there. Anyways, um, he runs his shop in an awesome way up in L.A., up there on Santa Monica Boulevard. And uh, we wanted to create like a Long Beach place you know yeah and so we opened up with about this much stuff with just a wing and a prayer and a hope for the future and uh people really adapted like jumped in and said like what's up this is what we want this is what we're missing too yeah, yeah. Um, not that the other skate shops were bad or whatever they just missed that component of what i had growing up yeah, yeah. which was that that uh that community vibe i don't want to kill the word community but as a kitchen table is the word i want to use like yeah, yeah. that's where we come together and we eat and we share and yeah it's, it's all that's pretty really awesome good. and being so close to cherry park I yeah mean, i mean that's a lot of history in cherry park yeah too, you know yeah I mean, does that, that help you out your shop a lot or well it does because cherry park is similar to like a love park or emb it's just like an international spot you know yeah. it's a training ground now of sorts and like now if you're like a grow a growing like 12 or 14 year old skater <laughs> it's intimidating man right so like we still do events there and long beach has the second most skate parks in our city only in the country only second to las vegas so there's a ton of places to skate there's little pocket parks there's rad street spots so 
people are out there. Sherry Park is definitely like exactly what people think. Like yeah. you'll see all the Brazilians there, all the Europeans, like everyone who visiting wants to talk about it. But we get hyped on our local other small parks. So, so it's kind of like a small like E and B kind of thing, you know? Well, I, was, I mean, E and B yeah. is like huge, sure. but you know. But. So like, it, it, like that has like this structure to it. You know, Cherry Park used to be a shuffleboard yeah. court, really? and so that's like oh, what the OG dudes remember. And then the stage, you know, and those mm. have been in magazines since forever ago. Yeah. Um, so those have all adapted into what it is now, which you know um, is a really cool spot, and yeah. it, it's the future of skateboarding is all there all the time. Yeah. And you said that you're involved with the community. You do a lot of stuff with. You do a lot of stuff with your shop, like community and charity stuff. Yeah. That you're with your shop, or is that something that you do on your own? It, is, it was our foundation and our mission was to not just be me coming in saying, "Yeah, I'm Tim. Like, I'm going to make this skate shop and bring these brands in, and you guys are going to all love this shop because I'm picking these things." And yeah. I had this idea of what skateboarding is, like the opposite. We wanted to bring it and connect with our community, our neighborhood group here, um, talk with the nonprofits that are trying to use skateboarding as a tool to keep kids off the streets yeah, yeah. and knowing how that works it just we streamline right in with all of that Hell and then yeah, we start working with some autism nonprofits and then doing skate clinics and then uh, on a, gr a bigger scale and a more local scale but we, we do contests with local nonprofits and if any school hits us up for a sponsorship for like a jogathon or whatever like that's <laughs> what we're here to do like yeah. like the more I think about what our style is, it's like we're mom and pop, like we are like the approachable shop. Like our egos, like we check those like down the street. Like we want to be the spot where everyone can just approach and, and to like, let's all grow this together. And yeah, yeah. dude, it's, it's really grown. That's pretty cool. That really cool spot. So yeah, that's like, that's our fabric right there, the community aspect. That's of pretty it. awesome, yeah. dude. I mean, to be yeah. part of the community and, and, and bring the, you know, kids that can't afford skateboarding yeah, or, or, or in the crime and stuff yeah. like that do something for them to get them going that, that's pretty badass oh yeah Hell yeah. So we go through like nonprofits to do that, yeah. but kids grow up in our shop too. There are kids who have literally matured and learned how to hang with adults to like yeah. grow and then we kick them. You know, someone gave us this board when they got a new one. Like we have those there for those specific kids. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, you know, if you come in and your board just got jacked and you only have 40 you're, bucks, we'll figure it out. Or less, like, you know? Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, damn, I, got, so, I got five yeah. bucks. Can I get a board? Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> so if you want the premium, like, we yeah. have to have that. But if, if you're scraping, we're, we want you skating. Like, yeah. I was just in awe the other day, just in Cherry Park watching, like, like, like this, this girl who was shredding, this dude who is borderline... Anyways, I don't want to talk about people too much right now in this, but I was just like, I get refreshed every time I see these people skating and their yeah. skill when like they come in asking for these basics of life almost. Like yeah. this is almost like bread for them to live the skateboarding element. So yeah, know. I know it's me. And, and yeah. to you know, you got a good solid team. I checked out your team and yeah, you got dude. a solid team. Yeah. And, and to build your team, what does it take to be on your team? Like, do you have to like kids have to send you sponsor me tapes, or do you do like word of the mouth, yeah, or, or do you All like like example go to Cherry Park and like hey, yeah. this kid rips, get on the team? So the idea of putting together a sponsor me tape, walking in the door and getting sponsored would never happen. You have to have the personality component and the connected with the network component. Uh -huh. So if you want to be on a local skate shop team, and how we're framing ours is, you are out there in the streets, you're at the yeah. parks, you're talking to someone, you're asking, how can I get better at this? How can I keep doing this for a long time and you know, make a name for myself? Yeah. And so we don't have a lot of young people on our team because we kind of want to kind of teach them like, yeah, get a filmer buddy, work this out. Like 
grow. Yeah. And then if you need something, you know, we give discounts left and right. Like I feel like our kind of store, though it's retail, like it's a hookup shop, period. People ask for discounts left <laughs> and right. So for a skater who's coming up to hook that up, like that's just part of what we want to do. Yeah. But the, the, the team element, even with some of our bigger dudes, like we just announced on Go Skate Day, like Robert yeah. Neal, like we've known him forever growing up Northside Long Beach. And now we're just, so from, for us, he's, we're giving him shirts and stuff. He's got boards. He's got all this. So we're yeah. just that place to come together. And every time he walks in the door, it's just big smiles everywhere. And like, and JP or, or Mikey Chim or our list goes on of all the dudes that have been. Yeah. The people on our team know the importance of being connected with the shop. Yeah. And we're not going anywhere. So them being connected with us in this way, it makes a statement for who they are uh, as a person. So that's a. Uh, it really goes both ways. Like, that's awesome. bad, yeah. Dude, it's awesome. It's really cool. Who's the newest writer on your team? Well, we just announced Robert Neal. And Congratulations I have, yeah, on that. Yeah, dude. Robert Neal is sick. Uh, we've loved and appreciated him forever, and we've watched him grow. And so that's another thing is there's timing elements of this. Like, Robert Neal, two years ago, we were like, we just weren't seeing each other as much, or him with Mikey, or some of the dudes that were in the shop. Like, Mikey Chim, as many of you know, is in the shop. Vitor Borger, Mason Malone. These are the guys who build this thing together with me, who are talking about what these people are doing and bringing them into the team. You know, and yeah. I, I bring some people in together, but it's a full-on co-op on all those decisions, you know? So we never, like, kick anyone off. Like, no one really leaves our team. It's kind of yeah. like, if you're a Long Beach head and we work it out, like, it's all good, you know? So so, so, so if a kid, customer comes in, they have a Long Beach, you know, logo on it, they get like a discount or something like that? Well, or? it's just, it breaks the ice immediately. They, like, if they have a tattoo, say, hey. Oh, the tattoo. Yeah. Like, we haven't gotten a tattoo. There's one dude that has a tattoo, and that story yeah. is not for this. It's really strange, but... Um, Did he get any discounts or anything, or what? We hook him up, dude. It's a crazy story. He's an OG. It's like, yeah. it, it's it's... Whatever, but uh, um, I've yet to even get the tattoo, and like all my friends are tattoo what? artists Not and stuff. Even? Yeah, well, you know, I, when I grew up, like all my friends were covered in tats by 21, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have a couple of like the homie tats and stuff, but I don't know. Uh, but if a kid walks in with like a Long Beach skate shirt or a deck, it just breaks the ice to me. Like that dude is now like without that feel out this kid, like yeah, yeah. how are they feeling, what's their day like, what they're here to do. Um, it just brings them right into the circle and then we just chop it up and talk about the videos and yeah, yeah. talk about life. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's pretty cool. It sounds like your shop is like a pretty like chill, like uh, like kids, can, parents can drop their kids off the shop and they're, they're, they're good. They're yeah. hanging out. It's like, it's like a daycare kind yeah. of. Not a bad way, but no. a good way. I love that, and yes, dude, drop your kids off, they can kick it all day long, right? But, um, the but kids, afterwards, afterwards, you're like, you gotta get out of here. But on the honesty of that, the kids who are kicking it, uh -huh. um, who are there all day, are the kids whose parents have no idea where they're at. Oh, really? Where they're just like absent parents. Uh -huh. So we get a lot of kids who fill their day and their life with the skate shop bonds. That's pretty awesome. So like, that is the kid that I'm seeing hanging out in the shop all day. Like, they have skated there either from across town or from a lot of that. And so we don't talk about a lot of stuff. We get to it. And when we get to that point in the conversation, like, just to get totally real with it, that's, like, that hits my, like, passion level to the hop. If I can, like, talk to a kid and, like, through skateboarding, make their day better where it's maybe not that tight at home, like, yeah. it's it's real, man. So, like... Yeah, that's that's what that's we do, and that's our badass. thing. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. yeah. And but, so, when you order your products, do yeah. you like have an eye or something, or do you like yeah. go through the catalog, or do you like, hey, do you know what? That products are good. That's gonna sell my store, or yeah. I don't know about that one. That's not gonna sell so yeah. good. Like, how, what's your procedure? How do you do that? 
we do all that stuff and we've done such an evolution of what it is we carry and on the most recent uh, shift we took two clothing racks out and put two rows of complete board racks yeah. like we are a complete board shop and we're not afraid to have lawn boards in there and, and penny boards right next to pre-built completes and well, then the like right and, and then right <laughs> next to our FA boards you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. like we're gonna hit like all these niches and then if that college dude or that mom or that 50 year old dude trying to get back in the skating walks in like we're ready to go with the products for them yeah, yeah. so we've done a lot of hey we got to carry all these to be a legit skate shop like carry this shoe brand or carry this apparel brand like this is the identity of skateboarding through a salesman who is also a friend and yeah, you've yeah. done that with them and there's a lot of kind of pressure there but they're, they're, they're like this hey you're yeah. We're homies, carry my product. Yeah, if you're missing out on margins, if you're trying to not have that extra sales, yeah. and like, yeah, maybe, sure, but like, we have to continue and be our, um, like, there's been periods where we haven't had shop decks for three months, and I'm bringing in board brands that are like sitting on the wall. Like, those days cannot happen anymore. Like, if our boards have sat, we sell a ton of boards. We sell like 70% hard goods in our shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're still hitting a red margin, and we look at the business side just as much as, and the cash flow as much as we do the, what's needed you know and luckily for me it's not just me so i have like i said mikey and vitor and mason and bouncing ideas off people of what brands to bring in and, yeah. and all of that and if it was a one-man show like we wouldn't it, it would be lame it wouldn't be genuine it wouldn't be it, luckily all four of us have different styles you know yeah. we got the adidas dude we got nike dude we got new balance dude we have the bands dude like those are like <laughs> if you want you can build it from the ground up on what their styles are right yeah so like so like just um jumping off that we've done specifically with shoes like we've carried every shoe brand but right now what's on our wall with pre-books and ordering is nike adidas New Balance with a sprinkling of cones. You got New Balance? Yeah. Dude, in San Diego, you only see any New Balance. I mean, uh, my, my, my boy yeah. Marius rides for him, but I mean, yeah. I mean, Tyler and all yeah. of them, right? I never see any shots with New Balance. It's I was the just, thing. I was just scoping at the house. The homie of the house has New Balance, but you're right. And that's so that same thing uh, with other brands, how e easy it ships from San Diego to Palm Beach to LA to San Francisco. Like, there's like different worlds. Yeah. But New Balance to us is such a rad thing, not only because they're designed all down the street and our homies are doing all of that. People from various other companies have all come together. Um, they're working it out and they're pricing, and the, but they're offering a superior shoe. So people are getting with it and backing it and the demand on that's grown, grown yeah. so that we, you know, we keep those tiers on that and, you know. But then with like with vans, we carry them for a little bit. We're gonna bring them back in. We're back in vans. A ton of our dudes yeah, yeah. are involved in that. Like Matt B and Johnny yeah. right here. Like they're at our Fourth of July picnic. Like those oh, are the shit. dudes. Like on the back end. Like that's how real Long Beach is right now. Yeah. It's literally like, and then like Jeff Raleigh's down the street. So like Ray Barbie. So like within like a mile, you have like kind of a very rich Daniel Lutheran. Like I mean, I could just keep going on. Like you got, you got names our, like I'm talking list. blocks one, two, and three. And that's that's cool. That's cool. But. Um, it's just, uh, it's the timing and then looking on the business side of it, and not to go that route too much of it, but having a business eight years, you want that business to last 18 years, 28 years. Yeah. So I'm looking and talking with consultants that are aware of skateboard industry, but are aware of retail and just knowing how you have to plan so that you can run all your numbers right and be here for the yeah. long term. Like I'm not, I didn't create the skate shop to sell it 10 years or whatever. That's yeah. not my deal. That's not what my guys are wanting to do. We want to be here forever, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, we just, we were struggling for a while to find the rap slogan for our shop. It was in the streets for a while because, like, we're street skateboarding Long Beach, yeah, right? Yeah. But 
our, our most recent slogan is, is apparent. We probably should have had this from the start, but it's true to this city. You what, know? That, what, that, what does that mean? Yeah, it just means like that's what our foundation was. That's what our mission was. That's what we've been for eight years. It's just putting words in the title to it now. So, but it's genuinely just yeah. Like we love and we'll go travel to LA. We'll go travel to SD or the Bay Area or whatever. But Mommy's is so unique. Like I've yeah. spent time in, in both of those and even some time in LA. But it's just it's a unique little bubble. Um, and it's it's real and so we want to represent that culture and um, you know through iconography like the Queen Mary and Lighthouse you know and, and hit on like the architecture that yeah. is our landscape and, and be there for it man it's, it's cool we want to be here for uh, forever so it takes all those right moves you know what I'm saying yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly like if you're doing this in the short term in a game like all those people get vetted out we've seen them all happen like writers brands shops who are like Short money or like not doing it with like some control element to it, like man, that's pretty sick. And in one sentence, what, what, in one sentence, what can you convince skaters to come to your shop? Why would they come to your shop in one sentence? Why should they come there? Yeah, so it's this is our city, this is like, we're true to this city, right? But it's not my shop, it's not your shop, it's our shop. So, honestly, when you walk in that shop, like from using our tools to gripping your own board to you know, shedding all of your opinions on what you are feeling about the breakfast you just ate or the brand you're skating or any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's your shop when you walk in the door. Yeah. If you're voting with your dollars and buying that brand over that brand or asking for that, um, then it's your shop. Yeah. It's not just us dictating it. So the, the whole our shop concept is, is not it's kitschy. It's just what it is. And that's what we are going to be forever, you know? Oh, yeah. So What do you got planned for the rest of the day? Honestly, I'm on the I'm active in our local neighborhood association, so we do a picnic in the park and what? Uh, what, so what time is it's that? happening right now. We're gonna what go do it. So all the kids are coming out. A local restaurant, okay. Irish restaurant, setting up. There's gonna be some banjo bands. Like it's just a full on everyone from all ages and just the neighborhood coming together. So it's not even a skate thing. I don't even market Long Beach skate. It's just like neighborhood. I'm telling you, man. We're, like, it's neighborhood stuff here, man. It's cool, real. Cool. So, well, thank you so much uh, for yeah, being on the show, dude, man. Yeah, and for I, sure. I had a good time, man. And I, yeah. you know, and I wish you the best of luck in business, dude, man. man. It's, you sound like you have yeah. something amazing going for eight yeah. years. We'll be so. doing this in a couple more years. This true keeps growing, man. I'm super oh, yeah. excited for you guys, too. Thank you. Thank it's you. A really, uh, it's a fun thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we enjoy it, definitely. Dude, absolutely, Tommy. Yeah, man. All right, man. Thanks for coming on, man. See you guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me, bro. Oh, no problem. Whenever you're ready, Tyler. Oh, right? Nice. What up, guys? I got my brother from Different Mother, Anthony Shatler here from All I Need. <laughs> How are you doing, dude? Good, man. Thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah, man. You travel, this, you travel far, huh? Yeah, I came out from Massachusetts, flew in from Boston, from Boston to LAX. How was it? Chill, nice flight, uh, not too crazy. My flight prior to that to Mexico was a little insane. The plane almost landed and then took right back off again. Are you and do it. Yep. <laughs> so that was gnarly, but this flight went smooth, got in, got the rent a car hotel for the first mm -hmm. night then skated cherry for two days Fuck yeah, dude. yeah who'd you stay with anybody um or? i got a hotel that first night and then now i'm staying with d fuchs Dare fukahara how's he doing yeah he's good he was gonna make it but he had work he had to go do at the moment gosh dude pressing issues man <laughs> you're out here you living out here right no i live in sd now oh you did yeah pb Sick. 
that's awesome. Good old PB life, man. Well, we've known each other for a long time, like Florida and Florida. just everywhere down yep. there. And Charlie Thomas used to bring you in there. Yeah, Charlie's Tampa man. Pro, Tampa Am. Do you see Timmy at all? I see Timmy, I saw him not too long ago. Nice. Like, uh, probably like a few months ago. Foods Park or something? Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. I love, you skate that park yet? I'm going to go hopefully tomorrow or tonight, maybe. Uh, yeah. Do you, you have a car? Yeah, I got a rental. I'm going to say, you just jump in the car with me and we go out there. Got some black rims on the rental. It looks pretty nice. What? Black rims? <laughs> Make sure that shit don't get stolen. <laughs> I know. I was parking some spots and I was wondering about that, but no one bothered it. No one touched oh, I it. About it. Just hit all the stuff, you know? So I saw your Instagram. So what do you think of the bird? Say it again? The scooters. Bird. Oh, ridiculous. Isn't that crazy? Because I came out from the East Coast and we don't have that. Or maybe we do and I'm just oblivious, but... I'm walking around. There's just scooters everywhere on every corner. It's weird. They just leave them in the gutter. Yeah. It's like normal. Yeah. There, there, in PB, there's a guy that cuts. This old guy, he cuts the brakes because he doesn't like them, and he just throws them out there. And let people drive them around. Really? And some oh, people, is that all you have to do? No. And then some people put dog shit on the on the things because they hate <laughs> it. They, they think it's like like a nuisance in, yeah. in PB. No, I noticed because I walked around uh, Abbott Kenny and right around that yeah. thing, and I'm like, what's going on? Because like, I I literally culture shock. I haven't seen this. Everyone else is riding around on these motorized scooters, and I'm like, what is going on? This is so weird. And the fact that you can just pick them up. And leave them wherever. I'm surprised yeah. people haven't just like ditched them or broke no, them. I've or... seen homeless people riding them. Yeah, it's insane. They, so they, is they, this they... normal out here? Yeah. Yeah? It's, it's like a, new, a thing? It's, it's a new thing, dude. <laughs> it's crazy because out in PB, they, uh, the cops will sit out there and grab people yeah. and give them like a $300 ticket for not wearing a helmet. On the scooter? On a scooter. Yeah. And, was... and you can get a DUI on a scooter too. I was wondering that because <laughs> I was like, how many dudes are going to be romping those things with a little too much in them, a little too much beer in them and, and just like, go for it? <laughs> yeah, that's a strange thing. And it makes sense though, because someone probably came up with this business plan and was like, it's an expense that they get destroyed. It's like, like just whatever. make more. But it's weird to litter the streets with all these scooters and have them laying around and shit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it could end up being an abandoned wasteland <laughs> one day with just all these scooters, you know? You'll see Kelly Slater taking pictures of it. This is what America looked like before. This is oh, what America looked like now. Yeah. You ever seen that one? He took a picture of the trash in the water. No. In like Vietnam or something. I'm trying prison. to like not lose my faith in humanity, but it's strange when you see everyone like on these things and it's just like... I don't know. I'm trying not to think of Idiocracy, that movie, you know, but yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. So how'd you get into skateboarding? How did I get into skateboarding? Yeah, how'd you get into skateboarding? Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. I was 12 years old. Okay. Um, my family, I, I grew up in a family where like my mom had a substance abuse problem pretty much mm. all, her whole life. And it was kind of thrusted on her. She had like, you know, issues with her family and things that happened prior and that yeah. impression, made an impression on her and she... She needed some mental health, but wasn't getting it. My father was in a motorcycle gang, the Devil's Disciples, and he was a wild child, you know what I mean? Like, so them two together. It was like insane. Yeah, and they had, my mom had five kids with three different men. My Holy father shit. had four kids with two different women. Damn. So, so how many brothers and sisters do you actually have all together? Oh, man. I See, I'm not in touch with everyone. Oh, okay. But, like, my closest, I have, like, five or six that I kept in touch with. Yeah, yeah. But so I was born in this situation, and then at about the age of 12, right when my father, he got shot and passed away. Oh, sorry to hear about that. Yeah. It, I mean, I've, I've learned to, like, understand it and yeah, yeah, yeah. realize and, like, but um, so at that age, I was right when I met this kid who was skateboarding, mm -hmm. and I and I just needed something. Yeah, I needed something because my mom was running wild. I was living in the projects in New Bedford, and like my house was like just 
literally I'd come home from school and like people would be in the basement with my mom smoking crack or whatever they're doing and I was just like needed something to just not go home so then I found skateboarding right then and I just this kid was so cool to me his name's Dale Raymond shout out Dale Raymond what up homie saved my life (laughs) all he did was share skateboarding with me and then um, I obsessed about it because it was something that I could do that like that like uh, you could put effort in and you could see the results yeah. and there was no it was just like an individual thing you could it's a piece of wood with wheels but if you apply your energy to it you can be creative or you could do whatever you want with it you know yeah, like yeah. some people go out and just throw their board around and get mad some people go out learn the most tech fucking thing ever some people go out have a good time it's like art or some sort yeah, of yeah. muse you know but I found it at 12 and then I just was like this is the thing I need in my life yeah. and I latched onto it and my friend just gave me a board. I met him one day. He saw that I was so hyped on skating. He made his friend give me his friend's board. He basically bullied his friend into giving me his own board. So, so he like beat him up? Like yeah, he's just like, you got to give this kid your board. So I got the board and he asked me to sleep over. I was like, yeah, I got no, I don't have any plans. Like slept over his house. Basically just became best friends. That's you know? awesome, dude. That's my first board story Wait, my first board was actually my, nice. my, my kid I grew up with he uh, skated burnt so he would go to the YMCA skate with Scott State and all the Zorlak guys back in Pennsylvania Zorlak, Florida. Back, Zorlak right yeah, Zorlak. I haven't heard of that in a long time long time ago they had like the blank boards for yeah, a while too blank right? boards forever and so he came to my house and he was my neighbor he's like hey here's a brand new complete damn yeah, I was like, what? He was like, what? it was a power pro to Lance Mountain with the guys running Running down on it and everything, yeah, yo-yo heavy. wheels, everything. He's like, yeah, someone just left it at a ramp. And I found out he just stole it for me. That's <laughs> it. And then you just had that yeah, thing? Yeah, and I fell in love with skateboarding. Yeah, it's insane how much, like, something so trivial and simple like a skateboard can really, like, direct your life. And change it the way it needs to go. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like, everything in my life is from skateboarding. My lady, I met her at a skate shop. What? The house I'm buying with her right oh, now. Oh, you met her at a skate shop? Was she yeah. working there? Or? Well, her, she was like, we the, the age gap then, she was like 14 and I was like 17 or okay, something. Well, that's so three we were. Years that's three years different. She was super young, you know, so yeah, yeah. I didn't even look at her like that. Yeah, yeah. But she was dating like their other, like the people that own the skate shop, she was dating their son. They were yeah, the same yeah. age, you know? And that's when I first met her. And then years later, I met her. I saw. I re-met her on a flight to Tampa. Oh, okay. To the Tampa Pro. Yeah. And I was like, I know you. You were you're, you like dated the kid that owned the skate shop, and she worked there. What, and was stuff. she going to Tampa Pro, or was she? She was going down to Tampa for something else oh, with her okay. cousin. But um. Maybe maybe she was stopping you. Maybe I said that actually, <laughs> but she was down. I was like, dude, this is crazy. And yeah. then we met up, and then I'm I'm engaged to her now. You know, well, so we fell in love. Yeah. But, but literally, my lady I met through skating, the house we're buying right now is from the people that own the skate shop in, uh, skate park slash shop in the town I live in. Uh-huh. They sold edge? us our first, yeah, the edge. edge. Okay. Yeah, they're selling us our first home. What? Like, that's sick. But that's because of skateboarding. Yeah. And then, you know, just like you, all my friends and community are just people that kept skateboarding in their life and continue to do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, they're epic people. So literally badass, everything dude. from skateboarding. Well, know? think about it. Skateboarding changes people's lives. Yeah. You know it's I mean? weird. I've been thinking about this a lot, Tommy, because I was like, it's skateboarding. A lot of people probably think about this, but skateboarding is so simple. It's mm-hmm. like a piece of wooden wheel, but it's a wheels, but it's amazing that people decide to put their life effort in their purpose and their focus into something so trivial and then make it have value. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, it's like skateboarding is the most valuable thing because of all the souls that have like latched onto it and continue to keep it in their life and pass it on. We have like generations now yeah. because you look now, there's dudes that are like, I, that's my favorite thing is dudes that are 60 
Well, look at Goss. Look at Goss. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Same kind of exactly. Tony Hawk. All yeah. those dudes are still killing it. Or people that... Because it's trivial up. and they could have yeah. just been like, get a job, blah, 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 yeah. let it go. But it's like they need that fucking thing in their life. Yeah. They need that like outlet or whatever. Well, see, yeah. what, what shocks me about skateboarding is that how the world is so, you know, media is so about race, race, races, races, races. But with skateboarding, it's really not. Yeah, no. You know, we, you could be black, green, purple, whatever color, whatever race you are, yeah. we all get along. But if this whole world sees what we do and what we do every day, yeah, it's learn from us. They copy our style, anyways. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> they, agree. They wear our clothes. They wear our fashion. Anyways. Yeah, because there's no gender and there's no race in the yeah. piece of wooden wheels. It's just a thing. Yeah. So like, whoever. That's what I like about nowadays is like all these girls are getting into it, that's awesome. and it's sick because it's like rad that they see value in skating and they want to do it and it's cool to see all the styles and like it makes skating so much more depth and rich and complex when everyone's doing it yeah, from yeah. any walk of life uh yeah exactly <laughs> exactly which is awesome to me. Yeah, yeah. that's a sign of the times it's the technology it's everything we yeah. have right now yeah, where we're able to connect and communicate and see it and then you know, like, those people love skating just like well, me, you know? That was like, definitely pretty sick. And you started your own brand now, All I Need. Yeah. Tell us a little about it. How did you start it up? I mean, I know you, I know you were with World, you left World, you're back yeah. with World, and then now you start your own brand. All right, I'll go through the timeline for you. <laughs> so, 16, I'm living in New Bedford, Mass, in the project, 16, 17. Uh, I met Steve Rodriguez from Fryborough. Okay, that's right. I remember my first right sponsor. Yeah. I met him through a skate shop. How was that? Solstice Skate Shop. It was awesome. Dude. Those Fryborough guys came into town to do demos, and I was a kid who was just very driven and focused and like obsessed with skateboarding and culture. So they noticed that, yeah. and then I just started filming and giving footage to my shop and contributing to their videos. And then they kept giving my footage to Fibro, like, hook this dude up. Yeah. So then they did. And they literally, my first trip out of, was from New Bedford, Mass, the projects of New Bedford, Mass, to Japan. What? And Steve took me over to Japan. It was like culture shock. And you were like this, what? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how is this going on, you know? Like, it, it was huge because yeah. I just realized people live differently and, like, it's just a big world, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. shattered my perspective at a young age. And uh, then from there, I got hooked up with Birdhouse. Okay. Because my homie Seamus Deegan, shout out Seamus. He was kind of like our team manager, filmer. He started as our filmer and then he morphed into our team manager. And it was like me, Westgate, and Susky. And he kind of right. like worked out a deal. Was, from, it, was that was that with um when they came out with the end or is that before the end? Uh, it was before was or before? after. I'm sorry, after. after, after. Okay. Yeah. So. I was about to say, dude, you had to have a part in that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up riding for Birdhouse and then New York because of Donnie Barley. Yeah, Donnie yeah. got on Zoo and shout he was out like, to Donnie. Yeah, yeah, shout out Donnie. Love that guy. Uh, One of my awesome favorite dude. skaters. Great personality. East Coast legend, hands down. Exactly. Undeniable style. I remember meeting him in PB when he rode for Toy Machine back yeah. in the day, dude. Fuck yeah. Killed it. I, I just had Bam on my podcast. And oh, he did? was talking about Donnie and the toy machine days and how Donnie had influence with that too. Like yeah. Donnie's the man. Like, oh, he is. It's dude. crazy to me. Um, yeah, so Birdhouse, New York. And then I was riding for New York and they were like, I was traveling the world skating and then they were talking about giving me a board and it just kind of kept lingering and not happening and like whatever. Seamus was like, telling me it was going to happen but he wasn't sure and then yeah. so then world industries charlie thomas comes in rp best uh, shout out to those guys exactly yeah they they came in and they're like we're trying to rebuild world industries and like my state of mind just part part just dropped for zeork and he hey, was by like way, that was a sick thank part, you dude. that was sick i put a lot into that one because i was like 25 26 and we're they're 
flying around the world and yeah. all I could do was skateboard. So I didn't want to like, I wanted to earn my check yeah. and earn what I was getting because yeah. I just felt like I needed to because I didn't want to milk it. So I just put everything into that part. And then that's what helped me turn pro because world reached out to me and they're like, we're rebuilding with Andrew Cannon, Derek Fukuhara, Timmy Knuth. We're restructuring and focusing on skaters. Yeah. And then those guys gave me my first board my first pro shoe yeah, and then yeah. we did that for like six seven years multiple pro models shoes and then um recession hit and then money shrunk up from brands and shit gets bought and sold yeah. and then uh, i just put money into all i need my savings i took it into my own skate brand and i was like i'm gonna focus on skateboarding because it's all i need yeah. no matter whether i have sponsors or not it doesn't strip any of the hard work we've done to get to this point yeah and so i just invested my savings into that and have been growing it since so have you seen, like, what, what makes your brand different from other brands? Well, I think because we're, we're like, trying to do it, I'm trying to do it the most correct way. I, I try to, like, lead by example. So the brand's called All I Need, and to me that stands for skateboarding right now. Like, yeah. I need skateboarding in my life. It saved my life. And now I have to prove to those around me that I can keep growing and getting better and serve skateboarding. Yeah. So to me, my job is like I have a team of dudes and I want to help them become pro. Who's all on the team? Billy Drown, killer, this kid with so much style. So good. Yeah, and he loves skateboarding. He's been yeah. through a knee surgery, but he's he's 100 now. Like he's been through some uh, adversity, you know. Yeah. Because it's like, when you're young, you're like I love skateboarding, super excited. But until you get through some shit where you go through some injuries and some life shit happens, yeah. and like. It proves whether you're going to hang on to it or not. So, yeah. like, Billy Drown, Corey Goonan, Kevin Clem, Corey's one-of-a-kind one of style. Yeah. So my goal is, like, just to figure out how to, like, grow this thing so we can grow skateboarding together yeah. so we can keep turn some dudes pro and keep it moving forward, you know? Like, that's a big goal of mine. So that's what separates me. I'm not trying to sell a dream. I basically tell people, like, if we get keep getting better and learn business yeah. and keep getting better and our skating keeps getting better, we can earn what we deserve, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we have to accept that and realize that it's going to take hard work on us, you know? Yeah. So I'm telling these young people back home, these young kids that, that believe in that mission statement, and I have to lead by example. So, like, as I get older, I'm 35 now. I'm not the pro anymore. Like, I'm st I still, still have a pro board, but... I'm not 25 on New York grinding 18 stair rails. Like uh, my not, joints. You don't do back tails on El Toro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I have a torn AC. I, had, I tore my ACL when I was yeah. younger and never had it fixed. So like. Hey, you know what? Left knee. Yeah, left knee. Same too. Yeah, exactly. Me too, brother. But but so like but that leaves me at 35. Like I can still skate, but it leaves me torn because I'm like. Should I keep trying to film these video parts and be in this gnarly pro yeah. or realize I've already done that and take on more responsibility of running a brand yeah. and helping those around me to live the dream that I've already experienced? So to me, I'm like, that's an easy decision. You know, like I'm not going to be greedy. Like I just want to be a part of skateboarding as I get older no matter what my role is so like i take on the filmer i take on so you podcaster do, you do everything yeah but it's funny because i'm a control freak it's hard to let go and allow people to help me but like as uh -huh. i'm learning uh, like these kids are smart and intelligent too so not only can they skate but they they want to help me with the brand so yeah. everyone's coming together under the all i need statement that you know the individual should be able to prosper if they can keep getting better and work hard and we believe in something and give a shit about it you know yeah. and skateboarding is a perfect thing because we all have, uh, we've all figured out how to have purpose in skateboarding. So yeah. it's worth working at, basically. And, and what, 
like to build your team, well, how, what does it take to be, be on your team? Do you have to like, if some people send you sponsor me videos, you watch them go to skate contests? Uh, this is a tough one for me. Cause <laughs> I, I got you, I got you on this no, one. Because yeah. like, it's hard. Cause you sweating a little bit. You want to be honest with people. You want to be honest with people. And yeah. people are young and they want to get hooked up and they, they might not have put enough time in. You got to be honest yeah. to them. And it's hard that you don't have enough time in the day to respond to all these emails and be honest. But I try to the best I can. But to get on the team, basically, Everybody on the team has to have met you. Uh -huh. You have to have sport, uh, supported the brand by copping the product, you know, because yeah, yeah. we're a small brand, you know what I mean? Like, everything we make, we have to sell it to be able to keep moving forward. It's yeah, not yeah. like we're balling out of control. We're earning everything we can get, and, sh and progress is by inches. So, yeah. like, the longer you're in it, you can gain more ground, but you have to fight for those grounds. Like, yeah. no one's going to give it to you. So, like, we've been doing it since 2011, and we've seen the progress, you know? Yeah. But to get on the team, you basically got to support the brand, go to all the events. We throw tons of events, know the team riders, you know, and, or, and definitely it helps if you have a shop that backs you because a shop is a skate shop and they usually build community around yeah. the shop and they do the events and they help skateboarding grow for the sake of skateboarding growing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people nowadays want to everything for free, but yeah. if you give them something for free, it's not earned and it's easily neglected, you yeah. know? So it's like trying to figure out how to do it where we all enjoy it and earn it together, you know? And, and you were a secret character on Tony Hawk. How yeah. That, how that yeah. come about, dude? Birdhouse. Uh, basically, when you beat the game Tony Hawk Underground, I'm not sure which one, it, it opens up a video and you can watch us all skating. In this. <laughs> People know about that. It's crazy. That's, that's a claim that's insane, dude. Yeah, it's insane. So, so a couple more questions. Um, donuts? Yeah, would you, would you Would you be down to do a uh, Day Wong song and... Andy Settler donut eating contest. Why does he have a donut thing? Oh, he loves donuts. Dude. He does. Yeah. Would uh, you Would you be down to do all you can like have a contest on the show? Who can eat the most donuts? Would, you, right. would you be down to do that? No, no way. No, why no. not, dude? Because he's gonna win. Day one's amazing. <laughs> dude, you, you love donuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, the donut thing happened because my lady turned her camera on me one day, and I just had this on my mind. I was sitting around like thinking about how I eat too many fucking donuts, <laughs> and she turned it on me. And I'm like, I'm not gonna eat donuts for 30 days. So then that's been my thing. Since July okay. 4th, I haven't eaten any donuts. So but I fuck donuts up. Well, like, what's your favorite donut? Boston cream. Easy, obviously. Obviously, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. So like, I drive by like 19 Dunkin' Donuts a day, so they're everywhere, and uh, it's just a struggle. You buy, I, I was eating like two donuts a day, like Boston <laughs> creams too. Uh, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. So I'm trying to go 30 days, but I'm still eating other stuff, but it's just donuts. If you can start with one thing, so maybe you, I'll So like, you want to do an eating contest with no. people? I'm killing it. I'm like, it's what's the date today? I'm uh, almost 30 days. It's the 22nd. Second, 22nd. Yeah, July 4th. So I'm almost 30 days. I'm trying to make 30 days. So tell us about this commercial we're about to watch. Um, what did I send you? I don't even remember now. I don't remember. Let's watch it though. I'm down. All right. All I right, say. Well, I think I sent you a collection of just some footage that I had of the team and the guys, and we'll have to watch it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's check this out. Hell yeah. Let's check this thing out. Oh. 
My black nipples will produce my milk during lactation.
What's up? We got OG Mason Malone over here. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, brother. How Welcome about you? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank how's you for your, having how's your me. Day, how's your day going, dude? It's good. I just had some spicy-ass wings. How was it? They were good. You feeling all right? Yeah, big ups to Good Bar on the wings. <laughs> yeah, they were good. So... 
Growing up in Long Beach, what was it like, dude? Like knowing that there's so much legend and like of skateboarding here in Long Beach, what was it like? It was like me not even knowing that it was legendary because it was right in front of my eyes. It was just, I didn't know I was skating the most like, one of the most famous skate parks in the world until yeah. like, I was like 11 or something. I, I was skating there before there was a skate park at Cherry, I'm talking uh -huh. about like, I've been skating there before it was a skate park. That has a lot to do with like the background of like Long Beach Legends because they built it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But all that in front of my eyes is just crazy because it's just something I was pretty used to, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I saw a lot. That's pretty rad. And yeah. do you do you prefer to uh, skate parks or street? Oh, uh, the streets for why, sure. Why is that? It's because uh, probably growing up at Cherry, Cherry's like. Used to be before it got remodeled, it was just like a couple ledges, parking block. Yeah. It just made me like always want to just warm up there, then go hit the streets with my friend. We'd go skate like Belmont Pool, downtown Long Beach, wherever, yeah. just take the bus around. What's your favorite skate spot? Mm, out, 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 out of all Long Beach skate, what's your number one favorite skate spot? Out of Long Beach or like everywhere I've been to? Your whole life, skateboard life. I went to like this super sick bank in, uh -huh. in Barcelona, Spain. Okay. There was this bank, and then it was like pointed at the top, so you would just grind across it, and there's just, there's a bunch of them all over Barca, and for some reason those things are just like one of the funnest things I've ever skated. What, what trick did you do on it? Anything it's good? Just, it was just one of those things where you just like hit the longest, it could be a 50-50 across it, and it just feels so good. So if you go back there, what trick would you do? I'd probably just, try to work on like some long blunt slides or something fun i don't know but barcelona has some six spots man they're in macba macba was fun too oh yeah yeah dude. oh yeah what are your sponsors uh i just ride for the shop man lb skate oh yeah, yeah we, we just had uh, tim on his show man yeah tim tim's a great guy he's been helping me out for so long the shop is a for sure a big part of my life because it's always been somewhere I felt comfortable going to. I never felt unwanted there. I always felt like I could just kick it there and just, it was easy, it was just natural. Yeah, yeah. It was never something like I had to push on. It was never something where I felt annoyed. Like I didn't feel annoying talking to people there. It was just such good vibes there, man. Do you have any other sponsors? Are you working on any sponsors? Just, I just go out and skate with my friends, man, and have fun. You're not, you're not like, you know, a lot of people do skateboarding for fame and, yeah. and, and they want to get, you know, the big name magazines yeah. and this and that. Like, what, what spot, what follows you in the skateboard? What inspires you? Is it for fame or is it for it's fun? Strictly fun, man. I just, I love my board so much. I love that feeling of being able to skate, being able to ride. Just the wheels on the concrete, man. It's so good. Oh yeah, dude. So good. You hear that? Not, hear that? Click, 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 click. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's just so good. I so much like. I feel way better skating, not worrying about like, oh man, like if I don't land this trick, am I going to get sponsored or anything? Like, yeah. I I hate thinking like that. Like, that's the last mental attitude I want to have. I just like going out, having fun with my friends, trying to learn new stuff, trying to film. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what I love the most. So, so you know, skateboarding and music it connects together. You know, like people, you know, they, they, they skate the way they listen, to, what they listen to. What kind of music do you listen to? Or do, or do you listen to music at all when you, before you skateboard? Specifically when I skate, it's kind of like what I was just saying, like, 
I love hearing that wheel on the concrete. I love hearing that raw skateboard sound. So, so that's your beat. It's the beat, man. It's the rawness. And I honestly think I don't skate as good with headphones in. Really? I never did. You're not one of those headphone kids? I'm like, not one of those you, you headphone see, you kids. You see him down the street? Like. I see him, man. I respect him. Like, jam out to whatever you want to do. But personally, I like skating. Being able to, like hear the hype of the session of my friends yeah. like screaming and like, like ah yeah, like I, I, dude, or just me screaming at them getting yeah, yeah. hyped on them dude i love it That's i sick, love dude. it so much more than like headphones in in my own zone i like it way more than that for sure oh yeah and, and what's your daily routine what should you what should you do before you go skateboarding shit i usually just like to I usually just like to shower before I go skate. <laughs> I wake up so, so and I shower. So it's pretty clean, right? Yeah. I like you use Irish, Irish soap or what kind of soap do you use? You say you like to stay clean, no, man. No hygiene, nothing special. I just like to wake up, shower, probably like take my dog for a walk. What kind of dog? A little golden retriever, what? little mix. Sick. Yeah, Hell Wyatt. Yeah, Shout out to my oh. dog Wyatt. He's like four years old, five years. Does he go skateboarding with you? He loves to get, he loves it when I drag him to Cherry. He drags me all the way there from my yeah, house. Dude. Told me like four blocks. So it's like the whole, it's a homie skate dog. Yep, homie. <laughs> like a lot of the Cherry locals know him. Oh, hell they yeah, know Wyatt. Yeah. That's sick. So what else do you do on your daily routine? Um, I usually just, I'm a high school senior now, so I got to- Congratulations, dude. Thank you. I got to handle school a lot of the time. I got to handle, uh, I ride for the shop, but I work for the shop too. Okay. I, I'm there a bunch of the time, so I I handle that. And either I either try to skate before I handle that or after. Either way, I'm trying to skate though. Like whether it be a night sesh or a morning sesh. Okay. That's something always on my mind. It's like trying to get some skating in some part of the day. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. at least flat yeah. ground, a curb. Whatever you can Whatever. do. So, so you mostly go to Cherry Park first before you go hit Street Park. Or? Yeah, yeah, that's that's normally how it goes. I'll warm up to Cherry, say what up to all the homies, and then I'll usually hit, hit the streets. But if we're just like in the mood, just skate street, we'll skip Cherry. Yeah. Just drive to the spot. It's like, ah, oh, screw it. We'll yeah. just go Cherry, man. You know. Cherry just ah, uh, <laughs> Cherry is like a really famous thing about Cherry is like. It's the meetup spot, but at the same time, it's the Cherry Death Trap. It's called the Black Hole. Yeah, the Black, exactly, you know, you get stuck there, dude. You'll be there, like, warming up, and next thing you know, you're there for three hours. You're like, like, damn, dude, it's 8 o'clock at night. like, damn, bro, like, we're not even going to go skate or what? They're like, oh, tomorrow, I guess. You're like, damn, dude. So, 2020's coming around the corner, man. And, you know, skateboarding is in the Olympics. What's your feel on it, dude? Like, you think it's going to separate it? Do you think, you know, you know... Skateboarding's gonna have its teams, like you know, Brazilians gonna be on some Americans and this and that. What's your feel on it, dude? I mean, it's sick that it's getting involved in something that big. And uh, for separation wise, I I feel like it's gonna separate it probably by same way like X Games does it probably like street skaters, vert skaters. Yeah. Put them in the bowl. See who like the amazing skateboards. I can skate both, like yeah, super yeah, yeah, talented. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But that's how I feel. It's gonna go. It's it's the first one, so no one knows at all. It's, I know it's crazy, it's man. It's hard to have feelings on something like that. So if they call you up and know you're the LB legend, dude, <laughs> yeah. you think you're gonna skate it or so what? I'd be down to skate it, man. Like, okay, let's do it. Let's get it. They're, they're gonna put you in a little spandex suit. In the spandex, like. dude. I hope not. That's gonna, that's I'm pretty sus. You're gonna have your name in the back with load. You're gonna have USA. Nah, not USA. Long Beach. Long Beach. Long Beach. Long Beach. Yeah. That shit. That'd be crazy. So have man. you seen Snoop Dogg cruising around here? Dude. Or what? 
that's one I haven't got yet. Yeah, man, I haven't seen it too. Yet, huh? He had a a festival here like three weeks ago, and I was gonna go try to sneak in, but I didn't. what happened? I was at, I was working. Oh, Tim didn't let you off, man. Tim, when you let him off. <laughs> but yeah, he's one. He's one I haven't caught on the streets before, but he's for sure around. Hell yeah! I'm dude. gonna try to. I'm gonna catch him one day for sure. Oh hell yeah! For sure. So we're about to check out your this um, video you got gave us, man. Tell us a little about it. It's just me out in the streets having fun with all my friends. It's just it's all street clips. It's film. Some of it's uh, up in the Bay Area, SF. Some of it's down here local, some of it's LA. It's a it's a little mix of uh, VX and HD footy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not always the biggest on doing that, but I did it just to get a little more footage in. Yeah, 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 definitely. But I'm stoked to show you guys. I hope you uh, I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy oh, yeah, it. Oh yeah, dude. The whole world's gonna watch it, man. <laughs> Are you excited about that, I'm dude? I'm stoked, man. Cool. Hope, so any shout like outs before it. we watch it? Um, shout out to BFG, the boys. All the homies, Cherry Park, Long Beach Skate, shout out to Tim, and shout out to you for having me. Oh, yeah, Tim. Thank you, Legend. Cool, cool. Well, well, let's go ahead and check out this video. Yep, thank oh, you, yeah. man. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, good. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Good, chilling. Cool, cool. Well, we, over here on the corner, we got uh, the guys from Tijuana, Mexico, from Crack Crew. Welcome Hi, to the show. So how was the trip up, man? It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. No sleep the whole time. No we, sleep? No, yeah, no sleep. We had a complete schedule from Saturday morning on the way up until right now Are on you this serious? show. Yeah. How, how was it? How, tell me about the schedule, dude. Well, it was, it was <laughs> border crossing and then 
going to El Segundo for a zero signing uh -huh. with Tommy. Hell yeah. And then going to a party from 12 at 9 to 5 in the morning. Fuck. From, because he was DJing what? in that party as a Roots doctor. Wait, wait, were you DJing like uh, reggae stuff or were hip hop or what? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm mainly a reggae DJ thus far. That's like the most I've ventured out. But uh, I, have a, I have a collection of, you know, various music, different genres, but specialize in reggae at the moment and yeah. like I got invited up to do an after hours show which I'm really not used to because back home in San Diego we don't really get many after hours type no, of no, things no, no, and if don't. we do they get shut down pretty quick, oh, quick. so I'm like it's definitely quick you know yeah and and we're always on some fuckboy shit down there too like somebody's <laughs> trying to fight somebody somebody's trying to act tough and I'm like I don't even I'm, I'm too tired to act tough right now you know yeah, like yeah. fucking it's one in the morning my energy has gone a long time ago but <laughs> nah, I, more so I had the energy for like the vibes you know just the reggae yeah, yeah. mode just a couple oh, different God. DJs yeah. and Different styles of reggae too, so that kind of just kept us up, you know, just kept us in the mood to just <laughs> keep it going, you know. So who was yeah. driving? You were driving, weren't you? Nah, nah. No, I no. Was you were driving. driving? Yeah. So what were you driving. guys doing the whole time, man? Um, pretty yeah, much sleeping. Oh, you were sleeping? We sleeping. We had to tuck him in. You had to tuck him in? We sang him a little lullaby wrong. Uh, Did you put a little teddy bear next to him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give him a pillow It was so fun, dude. Cool. cool. And then, so we didn't sleep because the show ended up at 5 in the morning. And then we went, we just went to the beach for a, for a couple go, hours. Over here in Long Beach? Over here in Long Beach. Ooh. You didn't go swimming, did you? No. That thing is You nasty. did? Yeah. You better get yourself checked, man. You better get yourself checked when you get back to San Diego, dude. I'm from Tijuana, Mexico. You better have like a 15 legs, dude. We took the bum shower. We like... We took the bum shower because... Uh, we did, we did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went in real quick just to try and like wake up after kind of like, you know, a long... Yeah night, morning, whatever it was, you know? So I'm like, maybe jumping in the water might, you know, wake me up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Not really. It just, I didn't work out. Yeah, it kind of got me dizzy, actually. I was like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if that was a good idea. I might have, like, swallowed some of the water. Good. Got some kind of contaminant inside oh, of me no, right man. now. You might have to go back to San Diego and get checked. Got to flush it out with the michelada. That's so, help it out, We're good. Dude. We're good. You know? Hell yeah, dude. We're good. So let's talk about crack food. How, how did this all come about? Okay, it was long time ago. Am I need to say my name or introduce myself? Yeah, introduce, it, yeah, yeah, introduce, introduce everybody. We're already, we're already here talking about everything. Yeah, that yeah introduce everybody. everybody. Pass okay, the mic, man. Pass the mic. I'm Asaf. Asaf Superville. I'm 31 years old. I'm from Tijuana, Mexico. Yeah. And I skate since I was like... Later, <laughs> <laughs> it's forever, and I will be doing it until my fucking legs fall off. Uh, all right, I'm Tommy Sandoval, um, Chula Vista, born and raised, San Diego local, um, somehow still in the game. <laughs> I don't know, still just like fitting in there somewhere. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm connected with the crap crew right now. I'm big on the TJ scene. I love Mexico. That's like 
my second home and uh yeah i'm really really stoked oh, yeah. to be here amongst the homies this is like this is my vibe right here fuck yeah hell yeah <laughs> i am kevin caballero what's up uh, dude tj and sd local hell yeah <laughs> what part of sd uh, Palm, Palm Avenue. Palm Avenue? Like Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Chula and San Isidro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been around for quite some time with Crap Crew already. Hell yeah, Get dude. Get shit done. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and this is a sleeper. This is a sleeper, right? Yeah, hi. I am Christian Samir, and I am from Ciudad Obregón, Sonora. It's a part of, of Mexico. Okay. It's called Sonora, and it's very hot. Very, very, very hot. Cold? Yeah, yeah. It's How cold? Very hot. Oh, and hi. yeah. Oh, hi. In this moment, I have, I feel cold, really. <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> so, so we're going to put you outside and let you thaw out a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> well, cool. Well, welcome, guys, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank so, you. So, so back to the question. What started all this? Well, how'd you get all these guys part of this? Um, okay, this is like the youngest generation or like the lastest, gen the newest generation that we got on Crap Crew right now. Okay. Because it all started when I was 14 or 15 years old and it all started with all my homies just from my, like my hood. Uh -huh. Nothing crazy. We were just skaters, like buying every board and doing our own flat bars and doing our own pump like ledges, doing our own like cajones and stuff. And skating in a court and stuff like that. Yeah. And we used to put the logo, the logo that we always use that is there in the boards and stuff. Oh, yeah. That logo was made for by Aaron. Aaron is one of the homies from back in the day. Yeah. And he made that logo and then it was a crap on the skateboard, so we we tell them like, what kind of crap is that? Like, what are you doing with your what are you doing with your grip there? You're just fucking it up with that thing, whatever. So we just film a couple of tricks or whatever. I don't know. What's, about, what's shit on your board? Yeah, with our crap in our board, <laughs> and we film it. The homie filming because we didn't we didn't even know that they were filming. So yeah. the homie filmed stuff randomly. Like lifetime moments, like driving, like drinking our first drinks, like yeah. tequilas and stuff like that. Okay. Like 16, you didn't bring, you didn't bring no tequila up here? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no. Uh, that's a, no. a little bit harder for us. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> so that's basically how it started as a friendship connection. And then five years ago, I found the opportunity to make boards and to do product with it Damn, and awesome. I was still skating and I I met Kevin when he wasn't skating at all when he was like a little kid like nine years old or something like that getting like started skating with me or in the yeah. skate park locally I met Samir like two years after I started with Crab Crew and then I met Tommy five years ago <laughs> Well, I know you train. guys are like like true yeah. homies, like like. He's like, my brother. He became yeah. my brother. He's I mean, y'all y'all look alike, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, I always say this, and I'm gonna say it. Oh, y'all can pass it, brothers. You know, it's, it's so sick. It's, hey, you know the vibe. Yeah, it's so sick. Once you meet the homie, once you meet the homie, and like. You know, it's somebody somebody you meet for the first time and you yeah. kind of just vibe with them. 
you already know that's like a, a long term thing. You know, you're kind of yeah. like, you're like I want to hang out with you, not just like on this skate trip, but like in the future. You know, just like homie shit. And yeah. that, that's kind of how it happened with me and Azaf. It was like we went on this fallen trip like years back before it obviously shut yeah. down. And uh, it was actually one of the last couple trips that we did. And uh, I got to make a connection with him while we were down there. And uh, yeah, it just felt like we really hit it off on like a homie level, separate from everybody else. And like, I was really interested already in just being in Mexico. And yeah. then on top of that, like <clears throat> having somebody like Azaf and his knowledge of, you know, TJ and different places aside from TJ, just yeah. him just being in Mexico, wherever, you know, he goes, I don't know, from the east side of TJ to the west side of TJ nada everywhere in between even farther you know like yeah so just meeting him making that connection kind of carrying it out through time and then building on our relationship as like homies you know rather yeah. than just like oh we're gonna go skate and that's the only time i'm gonna see you like yeah we've been like we've been like really just hanging out you know i'll, I'll go down and our friends like her wife and my wife are friends oh that's awesome yeah like, yeah. I got a daughter that is five months, five months old right now, uh -huh. and I can say this that I will not get kids into this world until I meet somebody like Tommy who shows you that other side of the of the coin or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That it's that you can have kids and still do your thing, like have your own life and keep being yourself yeah. and like pass that to your kids and I don't know so he teach me that kind of like lifestyle things yeah so I'm, I'm at this point of my life right now where I have a daughter and I keep skating and we're filming yeah. we're working on the new video we've got a lot of shit going on on craft group like we did a we did a lot um, we did a video the last um, August August how was that uh, it was pretty sick. We did a That's video premiere. Good. I, I couldn't make it. I apologize. Yeah, we did a video premiere. Next one, I'm definitely there. Okay. <laughs> we did a video premiere on the movie theater right in downtown TJ. And it's like, it's a movie theater for 80 people. How far is that from Hong Kong? Both of them are in trouble. So we did that in the movie theater. Oh yeah. Mucha cerveza, mucha fiesta, muchos patinetas. Muchos amigos. Lo mejor, lo mejor, solo lo mejor. So yeah, this is that's basically how it started. Like I found the opportunity to make boards, and I just I decided to film like my friends who I skated with all the time in the skate park. Even because they told me like, dude, I'm not the best. I don't want to be like. I don't want to work on a video part. I don't want to yeah. work as a skateboarding. I don't want to grow up my name, whatever. And I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. I, I know you don't want to do that, but yeah. you skate. I got a camera. You look fine doing this trick, and I think you can do it really good in this spot. And if I film it on this way, yeah. we can make 
something. And I'm just gonna put it out there. Okay. If it works, it works. It works. You know, who gives a shit? <laughs> who yeah. gives a shit? Exactly, because we were having fun all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're doing this now, and we're helping a lot of the community. That's cool, dude. And skateboarding down in TJ and all over Mexico. Yeah. So, so, so have you seen like skateboarding grow in Tijuana? Yeah. Like not just Mexico. Like I know Mexico City is like huge. Yeah, Mexico. But for Tijuana, I mean, being so close to San Diego, yeah. LA, and, and the companies hit you it's guys. Hit you, like up. A, you know that that's crazy. It's kind of like a curse being between because you don't get you don't get too many stuff or the new stuff like the new wave from the from the American side. Yeah. And you don't get the new stuff from Mexico side because it's right in the middle. It's Isn't always. That crazy? That's super crazy because we're forgiving. We're forget. We're forget. Right? Yeah. Somebody yeah. Wait, forgot. Okay. What, Somebody want to talk? You want to talk about this? Yeah. Are you talking about this? You want to talk about this, Kevin? Yeah, like Kevin. Yeah. Talk about that. Oh, and what he's trying to say is that they're like we're like in between both sides because, like, we don't get much. Uh, support from like the inner part of Mexico uh -huh. as in like the big cities where everything else goes down like the LA from from Mexico you know yeah and um, it's pretty sad because I mean there's there's a lot of talent in, in TJ and in the border side back and forth yeah and, and people don't get like that much attention or whatever support and all that stuff that comes along with it and it, and we don't even get it on on like the american side over here like in san diego like you said we're so close to it but i mean we don't even get too much uh like seen from both sides you know so we're just like like underground but i mean we're, we're known and stuff like that but yeah. i mean it's, it's still kind of like in the underground side so, you know so you do you so you think like Mex people skaters from mexico city and other parts of mexico know about you guys and like like follow you guys like, I mean, like crazy like, they know but they don't want to see us you know, you know, like, <laughs> they know we're there but so, so, so you guys are like us, baker you know? of, of mexico Basically, something like that. He never smiles. Oh, I guess, yeah. Because he has a zero for Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say more zero. More zero? Okay. I'd say more zero than Baker, but. I was like, although Baker is fucking highly respected and still fucking a hitter in the game. I was like, what's your, what's your opinion on it? What? 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 Way in on it, You're on the mic, dude. We're putting you on the mic, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. He's gonna say it in Spanish. Yeah, if you can say it in Spanish, yeah. yeah, go ahead, dude. Bueno, con mi opinión con respecto a eso del skate en México y en Estados Unidos, en México hay mucho talento, demasiado así. Y no, y no sé por qué no se percibe ese apoyo, ya sea por parte, pues a lo mejor porque son países diferentes y, y es como a lo mejor ya es. Ya tú estás de aquel lado, ya no nos corresponde pues a nosotros. Y yo estoy acá, nos corresponde pues a nosotros, pero se pueden hacer estas combinaciones como esto que nos están ofreciendo ustedes ahorita. Es como, wow, ¿no? Este tipo de combinaciones o de apoyos o de interconexiones es lo que se necesita. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, let me, let me ask you. So, like, we, we, you know, skateboarding, like, the skate spots in Tijuana are, are getting popular. Like companies now, you got girls skateboard coming down there, zeros coming down there. Fair house, like everybody's Joe, coming down there. So do, do, they, do they hit you guys up to go like show spots, or do y'all like, hey, you know what, we're going to show you a few spots? 
Secret spot. But you know the same. Hey, yeah. like hey, we already, we already so have our friends. We already have our friends. Yeah. There's fucking shit going down in TJ. If you want to cruise, just cruise. Yeah. If you want to cruise, <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> cruise. Yeah, hit us For sure. So, so what else is going on with you guys? Anything new? Or like anything fun? Like other than coming out with the video? Yeah, filming the new video. And then this one is gonna have original music, original soundtrack for yeah. it. Is Tommy gonna do it? Tommy wanna do it. I hope so. He works on a, at least I'm one putting, song. I'm putting, I'm putting him least, on spot right now. At least one song. <laughs> and then I got a lot of local bands from Tijuana that are doing the music. What's yeah, sick, like yeah. rock and roll, like old style trash metal. Really? That kind of stuff. So, so, so what kind of so what kind of music do you guys listen to? Yeah, what kind of music? What kind of music? Yeah, what kind everything, of music do you want your everything. skate park? Cumbia, salsa, merengue, <laughs> reggaeton, rock and, rock and roll, you know, everything. You gotta be a every type of music lover, you know? Yeah. For different So, like is that. there a specific song that you want in your video part? Well... Or music or something? I'm not really sure, depending on how my, my skating is and how I feel the vibe for it. It's the type of music I would like to choose, but most likely rock and roll, you know, like oh, really? some hard shit. Hell yeah. And, and you? Uh, me, for, I have a band. The call is Humano Delta. All right. And this was, is the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my part, Humano Delta song, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like a kind of rock psychedelic. Uh -huh. it's, yeah, it's like oh, yeah. that's the gender of the music. Well, sick, dude. And tell us, tell us a little about the boards. Like, who made the boards and this and that and everything? Okay, the boards are made down in Tijuana, Mexico. Um, obviously, it's a factory that makes a lot of wood for another is, company. Is that Julio La Cruz thing? Yeah. Is that I mean, his factory? It's not his factory. I've been there before him. <laughs> I've been there years before him. Yeah. But um, I don't know if he's... No. I mean, he's there. He works yeah. there. He, I know. He, he's trying to get us to do a show out there. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. He, <laughs> hey. He wants us to come to the factory and do a show in the factory. I do it with you. All right. I do it. All right. Uh, yeah, talk I'll to Julio. Well, well, you know we're going to have Julio yeah. on the show. He's going to come out Hugo. here. Hugo. Yeah. He's going to be out here on the show. Hugo from yeah. the factory. Yeah. Saludos a Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> saludos a Hugo. Me dijo que le mandara saludos. Hugo, saludos. Aquí están tus saludos. Buena onda. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Hugo is the man. He's yeah. like the... Well, he wrote for Neighborhood. He started Neighborhood and all that stuff, you know? He did all that. So, yeah. He is definitely the man. Oh, yeah. Well, cool. Cool. And so, we're about to watch this commercial. Or this, this video you made for us. So tell us about it. Um, it's, it's pretty much all the warm-ups and all the unused tricks for the new video that is coming up, I guess, into... I want to get it out in 2019, by the end of 2019. Okay. Like, almost hitting 2020. Okay. And we're going to do the same stuff, video premiere at the movie theater down in TJ. And Whoa. this one with the soundtrack, original soundtrack, is going to play on the movie theater in Mexico City and in Colombia. Oh, yeah. Dude. So we got three we got three movie theaters for this, this new video. And yeah, it's coming out in 2020. That was oh, so so right? this is the trailer we're going to watch soon? This is the trailer that we're going to watch oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, this, is all, this is pretty sick, huh? I like I like how it came out. 
I'm pretty stoked on it because this fool started getting it down, dude. Like, <laughs> this was that Kevin is fucking gnarly. Right now he's hungry. He's like trying to get there, and he will be if he's pushing that hard. So. Oh yeah, dude. Tommy, you already guys know Tommy. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you already yeah. know Tommy. <laughs> Samir is like the most technical dude that we got in the in crap crew. Yeah. It's like the most manual, manny, flip in, flip out dude. Um, oh, yeah. But he also can do some jumps and take some impact on some high shit. Oh yeah, dude. And, well, but before we watch the trailer, I got one question to ask Tommy. Oh God. <laughs> There so, we go. what do we got? You, you, were, you were on Street League for a minute. What happened? Oh, Lord. Oh. Well. What happened with this, man? Like, not that it's even a big thing, and I don't even know that I was ever seen as, like, a commodity to them. You know, I was never, like, necessary. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess I just felt like being a part of it was awesome it was great it was a good experience like and uh i felt like i was just in it to just be there to hype hype up take take a sip before you can finish that answer (laughs) (laughs) finish up thank you thank you uh thank you bartender carl (laughs) that good one the sound of refreshment all right now now finish your answers okay okay i just got lost but uh Nah, basically, like, I felt that being a part of it for me was just, like, I'm the crowd pleaser, I guess uh-huh. you could say. I'm just out there, like, hucking, just throwing, just hoping, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. Hail Marys, pretty much. But uh, seeing the other guys, seeing their consistency, knowing, you know, <clears throat> it was only a matter of time be- before I kind of got, like, phased out of it. Yeah. I just kind of enjoyed it for what it was worth, and... uh you know, I don't, I don't know, you know. I was never really the contest dude in the first place. Yeah. So to be put in that position. That's what I was be, shocked. I was yeah. shocked to see you I that. I mean, dude. to be a part of it was, you know, like I was saying, it was awesome. But, like, I just never thought of myself as that person in that position. Yeah. Like, that I needed to stay there, you know. Yeah. And if I knew what it was worth and, like, I really cared that much about the money... Because that's, I mean, mainly why you'd want to stay in it yeah. and be winning and all that stuff. I'm yeah. like, I guess I just kind of got over it, you know? I don't, I don't really care that much about money. Like, for me, it's never been about the big deal. It's never been about the big win, whatever. Yeah. It's more so about, like, the self-fulfilling moment of just having my one trick that I, like, was hyped on that day or, like, that line or whatever you know yeah, just yeah. however the day happened that's just how it went yeah. i never planned shit out i can never uh strategize like uh, i should have one of my team managers one time like trying to like give me little pointers and shit and i'm like <laughs> i was like yo dude if, if i wanted a coach i would have played like baseball or something yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i'm like i don't i don't deal well with like people trying to like micromanage, know, micromanage my yeah. shit and i'm like not even that, but just even like being like, oh, you should do this, or you should do that. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> like, how are you going to tell me what I should do if I don't even know what I'm going to do when I'm yeah. on my own board? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm already lost. But, uh, uh, I, I see him going yeah. like this, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. Like, all all that, that shit, stuff, dude? like, <laughs> I lose my train of thought, too. Like, as soon as they're like, okay, go, I'm all... 
Oh shit, it's me. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Drop in, hope, I hope I land the first trick, whatever. And after that, it's just like a blank slate, you know? Whatever happens, yeah, yeah. just filling in the gap. And um, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that whole experience was, uh, you know, it helped me through my skateboarding career at that time. Yeah. And it kind of gave me a little more... Uh, hype behind my name just being involved with that type of um, contest those type of people kind yeah. of being in like a classified you know top 20 at yeah. the moment or whatever, whatever you want to call is. it so yeah. like that felt pretty special I, li I like that you know like yeah. to say at some time in my skateboarding career that like I was at that level is, yeah. is great you know but okay. I don't really take any of that you know to heart and I'm not like Oh, I was the best at this time. Like, I don't really give a fuck. I'm like, I don't even know when I'll ever be the best of what I can be. I just, like, keep on doing what I do. And then, yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of just how it all worked out. Like, it just phased out of it because I never really put everything into it. I yeah. never had my mind set on being there to compete, you know? Yeah. I was just there to, like, enjoy it. Hey, fuck so it, take the money. That's yeah. pretty much what happened. Yeah, basically, like, fuck I it, went, take there, the went there, went <laughs> there, cashed out a couple times, like qualified, qualified, qualified <laughs> once or twice, you know. Just, you know, sip. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no sleep. Hashtag no sleep. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, cool, cool. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, that's what happened with Street League. Just in case anybody cares. <laughs> Not that I do, but. Well, cool. Thank you, thank you. Well, let's check out this trailer. Thanks for coming, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I want to say thanks to everybody coming out. True Escape from Mac live show episode seven. Thank you, Good Bar. Thank you, Anthony Scheller from All I Need. Thanks, Stay on the Band. LB Skate. Mason Malone. And the Crap Crew. Well, thank you guys. Peace. Appreciate it.